0: Welcome, everybody, to the Friday edition of the Politics, Politics, Politics program. My name is Justin Robert Young. Joining you from the enemy of the people pen. Yes, folks. The press center at the Trump rally in Las Vegas that is happening on Friday morning. Uh, If I can describe the scene. This is at the Las Vegas Convention Center. And... I mean, without sounding too trite, it sounds like every or looks like every convention center you've ever seen in your life, this is not going to be you know, the biggest Trump rally. This isn't going to be in an arena. This isn't going to be uh in in some kind of massive outdoor venue, but there's going to be a gigantic crowd. I, I mean, we are at this point an hour before I think anything even starts Donald Trump not uh, is not scheduled to speak Until noon I am talking to you right now at 9am And we already have The entire area around the podium Filled Both of the risers That are set up filled I guess the, the, the vanity one behind Trump uh, They're probably waiting for certain people to show up to fill it But all the Gen Am risers are, are all filled Uh Press is now assembling. Secret Service confiscated my weed vape, which uh, to be totally honest, I, I, <laughs> I brought with me to see whether or not I would be allowed to bring it in, uh, but that's fine. Uh, I can write off another one. The energy here is interesting. I mean, political rally energy in general is a little uh, hesitant, I might say. But uh, there is some, some—I don't know—nervous energy. There, there was, there was some boisterous uh, yelling in the crowd, and it is certainly a very festive atmosphere. Uh, Maga gear all over the place. Everything is red, white, and blue. Uh, but yeah, hopefully we'll talk to some people because I want to. Um, I wanna wanna know what they think of who's gonna win today, or sorry, uh, uh, in Nevada, at the caucus. And I wanna find somebody who saw Parasite. Because Donald Trump, here, let's play this clip of Donald Trump trashing Parasite at his rally in Colorado last night.
1: The Academy Awards this year, did you see it? (laughs) And the winner is a movie from South Korea. What the hell was that all about? We got enough problems with South Korea with trade. On top of it they give him the best movie of the year. Was
2: it good? I don't know. Chris, Chris, how you doing? I'm doing great today. How are you doing? How long were you in line? Cuz that line looked insane. Oh, uh, I got here last night at 12:30.
0: Cuz this is like you know, the the beginning of it. Like I was seeing people that were just getting off the monorail when I was getting off, but but they didn't have the the sweet press line like I did. It's like I don't even if those people are going to be able to get in.
2: Yeah, I know. There, there's still a lot of people trying to get in. I just got up to go to the bathroom, and I still see a ton of people in there in line going through security, going through the, uh, the Secret Service and stuff. It's really cool, though. Are you local to Vegas, or did you come from somewhere else to be here? Uh, I lived in Vegas in 2006 to 2007, and then I moved back home to Southern California, where I live now. And so, you, so you came all the way out
0: from from SoCal so you could wait out in line overnight to be here at this rally?
2: Yeah, I, I came home from work at 6:30 and then packed a quick bag and came out to Vegas. Have you been to a Trump rally before? It's the first one. My father-in-law went to Arizona two days ago. Said he had a good time. I want to come check it out.
0: All right. One last question. Did you see the movie Parasite? No, I have not. You have not. I'm gonna find. I, I, I you know, because Trump was was joking about it uh, last night. But I gotta find. I know there's somebody and there's too many people in this room. Somebody has to have seen the movie. I wanna, I wanna ask the the MAGA take on on the movie Parasite. Well, there's gonna be 8,000 people here plus, so I'm sure you're gonna find it. Well, start asking around for me, and if, if, you, if you say, just you know just drop it in, and, and, and if you find anybody, just point them my way, all right? This fact! All right, sir, what's your name? Clifford. Clifford. Are you local, or did you come from somewhere else to be here? I'm local. You're local to Vegas. You're the first person I've talked to, by the way, that's local. Everybody else drove from California, like, last night and camped out. Oh, dang, are you serious? Yeah, no, apparently this is like a destination. Uh, Have you been to a Trump event before? No. So are you excited? Yes, sir. All right, let me ask you one question. Uh, Trump joked about uh, the movie Parasite winning for Best Picture. I've been asking everybody that I've talked to whether or not they've seen Parasite. Have you seen Parasite? I haven't seen it. Man, I'm going to find it. There's there's thousands of people that are coming in here. I know somebody's seen it. So so if you... I want to watch it, though, because I... You know, because he won Best Picture, so
2: yeah, it's good. This is fact. My name's Ronnie Sandlin. Mike Locke. Uh, how long are you guys in line? I was been. I've been here since six thirty in the morning.
0: That seems to be about when, and I assume you were with him. Uh,
2: yeah, pretty much. So. Oh, did you? Did you like? <laughs> did you cut in? Yeah, I got the food and came back. Oh,
0: you dog! Trump last night uh, uh, was joking about Parasite winning Best Picture. It's my mission. I wanna find somebody here at this rally today that has seen Parasite. Have you seen
2: Parasite? Yeah, I like the movie, actually. Yes!
0: Ah, yeah. oh, we did it! Yeah. Awesome! All right, so here, let me let me ask you this. From a MAGA perspective, if you were to pitch to other Trump supporters why to watch the movie, what would be your pitch?
2: I mean, it was a brilliant movie. The cinematography was amazing, even if I don't agree with the viewpoints. I mean, it's convincing, and I think to understand what maybe what the other side is thinking and have empathy for what's going on in their lives, I think is really important because I think a lot of Trump supporters, like people think, oh, they're not, you know, they're not in tune with what's going on with the the, the class division. And I think that, you know, it, it's a, it was a good movie as well. Like it, it brought up some valid points. And like you said, Trump is, uh, is playing the class angle. You know, he's for the everyday working man. So I think that, you know, there is a lot of mutually beneficial, uh, theme points that we could all agree on, you know? And it was a good movie. It was, it
0: was a good movie. movie. Thank you guys so much. You did it. You you, you, you completed my quest. He's
2: we have this slogan
1: at the UFC. It's called as real as it gets. Nobody fits that description more than our president, President Donald Trump. He's authentic. He's unfiltered. And there's The, uh, they say they're going to have a lot of problems I hate to tell you this. I Have you heard? I hear their computers are all messed up just like they were. They're not going to be able to count their votes. They're going to tell you about healthcare. They're going to tell you about our military and jet fighters, missiles and rockets. But they can't count votes. They can't count votes. But they're saying they may not be able to do it again. They're still trying to tell us. I called up yesterday, how are they doing in Iowa? Was that two weeks They said, we're getting close. And I get getting close. They'll never know. They'll never know. But I hear the same thing could happen, but well, I hope it doesn't. <laughs> Beauty. What happened? Huh. You couldn't breathe. What happened? Mike would like to know. How about that Pocahontas screaming at her? She forgot. She forgot that she lied about her own heritage. She said she was an Indian because she had high cheekbones. That was the only thing when I said I have more Indian blood in me than she has and I have none, <laughs> I have none, to the best of my knowledge. Wouldn't mind having some, but I happen to have none and she choked and she went out and got a report done. One, one thousand and twenty-four. 24, you know what that means? That means probably I do have more. <laughs> Why did he bring that up when she was screaming at him? Why? Because he was gasping for breath. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. I can. She's hitting me to a. Pocahontas. Well, she won that debate because Mike could not respond.
0: Politics! All right, folks, back in the hotel room after the Trump rally. And I've had a few moments to kind of compose my thoughts. And here they are. That was the happiest group I've seen so far. Like, there is certainly a similar energy with the Bernie people in terms of understanding and feeling momentum and, more specifically, identity. Like, both the Bernie and the Trump people are very much identified with this political movement the difference is that on the bernie side it is solemn might be the wrong word but purposeful is 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 closer this is a life or death moment for them or at least that's what the energy comes across as with trump it feels like a lot of folks who You know, have like if you were able to choose a sports team based on personal beliefs as opposed to regional concerns, right? Like if you're like, oh, okay, well, I like this team because they do this, they feel very, very happy. And I don't feel that they are particularly worried about anything in 2020. As for Trump himself, he talks a lot. Uh, he he ad-libs a lot. You're never far away from him saying something that's going to snap you back to attention. And I don't know how much of this is the draw from the crowd standpoint, but certainly from a press perspective, when you watch stump speeches, man, do you really quickly understand exactly where all the beats are supposed to come from those stump speeches. Like, you just know them. You know what's coming, uh there is an element to the Trump style, even as it is meandering and he just says weird stuff like how uh, <laughs> like how uh, uh, somebody's gonna rebuff, shots a goalie is going to rebuff shots the goalie in the miracle on ice rebuffed how many shots like they're just weird right and I guess by and large on their face it for, for in that example it's harmless but there are certainly moments where you are snapped to attention because he's just being erratic you can't find the pattern your brain instinctively needs to pay attention Uh, he also talked a long time, and I I left before the end of it. <laughs> now, I left before the end of it because I actually had an interview that I had to take care of, but I, I, I definitely... All right, let me just put it this way. There's a lot of similarities between a Trump rally and a FISH show. There's a hardcore audience that I don't totally understand. The show weaves... Certain themes and melodies seamlessly in and out of certain songs. You never really know when one fully ends and another fully begins because the jam is just jamming and trump is just trumping. And ultimately, I wound up getting bored. <laughs> like that was that that is that is my like I I, I literally was sitting there listening and it, we are coming up on hour two. And I was just like, damn, I definitely need to leave. I was also very disappointed that we, uh, I-, I wanted a better enemy of the people moment. I was promised by Kevin Ryan, my friend who, who was on the show before, uh, and-, and we met up with in Iowa. He promised me that that enemy of the people moment was lit. It was not quite Trump, I think, was feeling very friendly with the press. Trump gave Jake Tapper uh, a credit. <laughs> Trump said that all the cameramen liked him. Uh, so I think he was feeling very giving to the press for whatever reason today. And so we didn't get a big enemy of the people thing. It, it was a fake news thing. And I'm going to let you know it felt forced. It just felt forced. Those are my thoughts. Of course, you can support this show by heading on over to TakePoliticsSeriously.com. I am here in Vegas. I will be in South Carolina. I'm going to be in Florida because you guys are putting me on the road. If you want bonus episodes Monday and Thursday and maybe a few extra when we can, well, You join at the $3 level. If you want to have your name shouted out at the end of this show, it's at the $10 level. I'd also like to remind everybody that my free political newsletter is available at freepoliticalnewsletter.com. And I made a card game a, a, a little bit ago, and it is available for you. It is politically themed. More specifically, it is about debates. We just had a great debate this week. Now's the time to go get it. The Contender, the game of presidential debate, Go buy it on Amazon right now. Politics. So I headed out last night to a Bernie benefit. Uh, so we're we're, we're we're switching now. We're out of the Trump world. Now we're into Bernie town. Uh, it was a, a Bernie benefit. So uh, you were going to hear some sound from that, including an interview that I did with uh, a good friend of mine, James Howard Adams. He is a, a, a real unique person. Not only is he an elected official here in the state of, the Nevada, of, of Nevada, but also he's a rock star. Him and his wife are in a band called Same Sex Mary. Uh, and, and I love them. We've, we've been friends for a few years, but he was uh, nice enough to sit me down and talk to me about local Nevada politics. Hopefully that is enriching. Uh, but here we go. This was uh, Sound from the Bernie Benefit.
3: and talk about the whole notion that we are asked time and time again to bail out Wall Street, but people want to know how much it costs to put a down payment on Main Street. To have a leader who stands up and says to Wall Street, I'm coming for your greed. Pharmaceutical industry, I'm coming for your greed. Fossil fuel industry, I'm coming for your greed. And elites, you will no longer continue to be comfortable while we got millions of people in this nation uncomfortable. That's not radical, it's right on time. So Senator Sanders cannot do any of this without all of us. We are the movement. And that is why he talks about all the time that this is not about me, this is about us. Or in the words of the great radical Helen Keller, alone, we can do very little, but together we can do so much. So I want you to continue. If nobody has told you today how much you are appreciated, how much you are loved, how much you are saluted, I want you to know that the four of us up here today Tonight, on behalf of Senator Bernard Sanders and all of the millions of people across this country that are standing up for what is right, for what is just and for what is good, that you really are the wind beneath his wings, that he does appreciate every single thing that you do every single day, that the use of your time and your talent and your treasure is not gone unlooked, and that when history is written, each and every one of you are going to be in that history, that you could have been mad as hell sitting on your couch, but you mad as hell and you taking it to the streets. We gonna get the change that we deserve all the working day people of this nation, you absolutely deserve better than what you have gotten. So we need to ignore the naysayers, ignore the talking heads, ignore the haters. Keep our eyes on the prize because transcendence is upon us that we can do anything that we put our minds to do. And that even when Senator Bernie Sanders wins this race, he's gonna need all of us even more. I don't know if they told you, but you can join the movement, but you can never get out. You can come on in to the movement.
0: We are here at the Bunkhouse. It is a venue in uh, downtown Las Vegas, and this is at a Bernie Sanders event. We are uh, but a few scant hours from the caucus, and I am joined by... I think this might be the first time that I've spoken to an actual elected official (laughs) uh, (laughs) during this process. Uh, James, you know what? I'm just... I I, own, I, I I so often speak to you and your wife as a unit, so I feel like your your first and last name is James and Svet, but but what, what is what That's is fair. your what is your government last name for um, everybody? So listening? So I am
4: uh, uh, James Howard Adams. I'm a council member for the uh, City Council of Boulder City, Nevada.
0: There we go. And when were you elected?
4: Uh, June 11th was the election date. I was uh, sworn into office on June 25th. So about six months in how's
0: life as an elected official for you uh,
4: I, I I love it it's I've, I've lost a few more hours of sleep uh, from time to time but uh, uh, I, I do really enjoy it
0: uh, now your your other gig for folks who are not aware uh, you and your wife are in uh, a rock and roll band called same-sex Mary you guys are awesome uh, many folks who listen to uh, frog pants stuff have uh, seen you guys as as you performed at uh, you know the various events there but that's a bit of a transition. Are there any similarities between being a rock star and being an elected official? Surprisingly, yes. That's what I That's
4: <laughs> That's what. I came to find out, you know? And it was really- Like
0: nobody cares unless you put out a flyer. Right, like. yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> you, you really appreciate your super fans, although some of them are a little clingy a little, and yeah. annoying.
4: <laughs> yeah, no, really, I mean, it, it's so much of what we do is promotion and, and community organizing, really. I mean, it's yeah. more within the arts community because beyond just performing, we're also doing uh, promotion, events promotion, stuff like that, but you know, so that all kind of goes into the whole kind of, yeah, like I said, community organizing aspect. So once I moved into that political realm and I was going to city council meetings and it was like, why aren't we putting out flyers for these things? Like, <laughs> let's get people involved. Yeah, and let's promo was, a little yeah, bit. There's,
0: a, there's one surefire way that you can get people
4: in the building. Yeah, and that, that was a big part of how I how I ran was because I wanted to increase transparency, increase outreach to the community, because there was a, a big disconnect for that. And so that's what, that's what I was... A big part of why I ran, and I, I think
0: a little bit why I won as well. Uh, all right, so uh, this is... Uh, obviously a big weekend for Nevada politics uh, it is at least my anecdotal uh, sense from talking to friends here in Vegas, which I happen to have many more friends in Vegas than I had in, let's say, Des Moines or Manchester. <laughs> That this is something that uh, people are excited about on a level that they that they weren't in '08, '12, uh, or '16. Do you get that sense as well?
4: Uh, yeah, definitely. I, I think the people just see it as the stakes being a lot higher, uh, whichever way you come down on it. I sure. Think people are paying so much more attention to this, and I think especially because of you know what happened in Iowa and things like that, they're they're looking to us, you know, to kind of help solidify yeah. this and. And I really don't think I didn't even feel it nearly as much until the election start until the you know, they actually started and Iowa started getting going. And then people started ramping up going, oh, my gosh, we're next. And this is what we're
0: doing. You know, that kind of, I think, amped up that. And, you know, in 16, Nevada actually mattered a lot. But I think we were in a different phase where, like, Trump, I mean, Trump really became for real in South Carolina, which happened at the, on the same day that the Nevada caucus happened. So, obviously, that was the bigger story. But this is really where the, like, the, the, the Bernie 16 thing kind of officially was started the road of not happening. Like, you know, right. if you have a tight race in Iowa, you have a big win in, in New Hampshire. If he wins here, then we're talking about a far different primary. All of a sudden, the story is Hillary poops the bed again. Uh, but instead Hillary wins. Right. But I'm getting the sense, and and let me also just mention that, uh, 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 do you have an official endorsement for Bernie now that Uh, you are a... I have
4: not officially endorsed. I've kind of refrained since my position is a nonpartisan. Okay. Um, I wasn't too certain... That it would be of great benefit to the city and my role as in leadership there. Yeah. Um, but I have been uh, attending a number of events, performing at a number of events. Gotcha. Um. So I haven't officially endorsed him, but I do. I do support Bernie Sanders. Well, then let's
0: let's mm-hmm. just leave it here. It seems like there are a lot of people that were very pissed off about sixteen that are very excited about twenty, and obviously that's a national thing. But I kind of, I mean, like, not to, this is a very hip place, but not to be hipster about it, but I kind of feel like Vegas is like the OG pissed off Bernie people, this was robbed from
2: us. Yeah,
4: no, definitely. I mean, we had the a very heated, uh, there when the delegates were counting, you know, there's been the stories, the chair throwing stories, all sorts of things that have been, were kind of, I think, blown out of proportion from what was going yeah. on, um, just because they have a really good ground game out here in Nevada and they've, I think they've had that since, you know, I've been contacted by so many of the campaigns, you know, seeking an endorsement or looking to talk about what's going on in Boulder city. Yeah. And I, I can say without, without a doubt that the most like professional, you know, and the, and just really running really well. I mean, the Bernie Sanders campaign has had that. And I absolutely contribute that to having had the experience with the previous run. They just,
0: so the people, they never left. Right. Right. Like it wasn't like, okay, we'll pack up our, pack up our tent. Mm-hmm. Like everybody that is here in Nevada, Remained, you know, consistent. That, all right, that's fine. Four years, we'll regroup, we'll, we'll come back at it, and now, now we are at the eve of that that moment. I think, I think so. And I, for me, you know, I wasn't even, you know, all gung ho
4: on Bernie the second time around either. I was really waiting to see what kind of came out. I had my eyes my eyesight on other people. You know, yeah. it was like, oh, I like, I like this person, I like that person, but I just think as the race has progressed, it's kind of gotten down to that who can win. You know, and
0: you know, the other thing is. Since Nevada is this, you know, I, I don't want to say forgotten, but it is new. Uh, people hadn't put a lot of, hadn't really circled this on the calendar. Uh, it, it's, it's only a few candidates that I feel like are really trying to play here. You heard about Warren's ground game. You heard for a hot moment about like Kamala Harris's ground mm-hmm. game. But Bernie is a constant. The other person who is, is Tom Steyer, who has not really played a lot. Uh, in Iowa or New Hampshire. This is the first time that he's going to really play. From your point of view, on the ground, being attuned to this, how uh, aware are you of Steyr mania? I've been seeing styre ads since before he
4: ran. He announced that he was running for office. That was how early he was running yeah. you know, just his advertisements for we got to impeach, we got to yeah. do this whole thing. He's so, a fraud and a failure. Yeah, he's been doing that game in Nevada for a long time. Yeah. So, I mean, going, you know, it's been going and going and going, and I was kind of surprised that it even has gotten to this point where he maybe he's going to be a player now. I, I don't really know. It's it's one of those funny things where I don't hear anybody talking about any of these people. Yeah. But somehow there's there's still these numbers. But you know, I guess that kind of everybody was talking about the Biden vote, the Biden you know percentage of it. But it's like I never met any of these people. Of course, I may be hanging a little bit of a, a bubble myself. No, but,
0: I mean, well, I don't know. I mean, I, yeah. uh, I am I am a known. And uh, uh, out and out Biden skeptics, right. so uh, uh, I, I think he's gonna tank here, and and I, I I base that on the fact that the previous two places I was, he tanked. Like no matter what his his uh, uh, polling is, there just seems to be this like invisible enthusiasm that everybody tells you like a ghost story. Like oh no, but. But over here, <laughs> oh, man, like, you know, on a, on a really still cold night, if you if you listen very closely, you can hear Biden supporters. Uh, but but you're, you're so you're backing that up on, on the ground. It doesn't seem outwardly. Yeah. Even no. on the level that Steyer has. Support. I will say
4: emails, though. I get nothing but emails from from the Biden team. Yeah. Uh, it, it, and it's just constant, constant, you know, through my city email, through my personal and i don't know how they how they you know got a hold of them you know i'm sure it's on some list somewhere yeah but you know it's it's been even hard to like try and, and block them you know because it's, it's incessant <laughs> it's incessant you know you know nothing against the guy but it you know that would be the game that i've seen is the email game which yeah. i'm not sure you know i don't know how many uh
0: i don't know how that works for many people what plays here in in think about uh when they hear about nevada is obviously this is a very heavily Unionized state. This is uh, Las Vegas is a very yep. heavily unionized town. Mm-hmm. This is the most populous city in Nevada, mm-hmm. right? Not correct. Nevada, yep, right? Correct. Nevada. Mm-hmm.
4: Uh,
0: the culinary union gets mentioned a lot. Yeah. How serious is the culinary union? Uh,
4: it's very serious. I mean, it's are Probably a big reason of you know, there's always been this idea that Nevada is a purple state, and it's kind of slowly been a little bit more solid blue recently. In um, the culinary does play a huge a huge part in that. Yeah. I'm not sure, you know, with with them not endorsing anybody in specifically but more so just anybody but this guy. I'm not sure how that plays out. Um because, <laughs> because
0: this, this was a large part and and the the Union came onto my radar from 2016 when it would seem like the rank and file members of the union would be very excited for Bernie Sanders. However, there are political pressures uh, uh namely uh, Harry Reid, who is the kind of godfather politically of Democratic politics the in Nevada, they call it out here. right? Uh, he was not a fan, is not a fan of Bernie Sanders, and so all of a sudden, the union does not endorse Bernie. Hillary wins. Do you? I mean, where are we on the on on, on the antennas up on like maybe something weird happens on Saturday? Uh, you know, I'm.
4: I'm not sure. Like that's like I said. I'm I'm really curious how it all does play out because at yeah. least up until now, and we're you know less you know less than a day out almost uh, before the caucuses start. It's I'm curious without making an endorsement, but just saying
0: anybody but this guy. I'm curious how that well, plays and, out. And, and, and yeah. Yeah. to be because I am indeed a capital J journalist at right. the Capital J Journalism School. Uh, the official line is, although I I will say on the outset, I think that that's an accurate description right, in terms yeah. of the from what I've heard on the <laughs> ground. Uh-huh. But the official line is that everyone to goes everyone went to go speak to the culinary union. The culinary union is very skeptical, let's say euphemistically, about uh, a Medicare for all. Mm-hmm. One might also say they hate it. Uh, they have made an announcement that they will not endorse anybody, but there there is a ranking of people that they believe would suit the union best the top of that list is joe biden at the very bottom of that list maybe even on a separate sheet of paper that you have to like mail away for is bernie sanders (laughs) like so so there there is here i mean like because that's stuff that i joke about on the podcast but you're saying that that that's for real like like this is it is it is not a secret that the culinary union does not of, at least the leadership of the culinary union does right. not want bernie sanders to win this when you game. talk about issues in nevada the only thing that i see at least
4: you know in my feed and in talking with people it's about the culinary and this this kind of uh vendetta maybe that's the wrong word that's a that's a little bit of a, a pointed word um, yeah but this you know this kind of uh this back and forth that's going on that is the basically the big issue that is on there it's the it's constantly, the culinary union says this, Bernie Sanders supporters are doing that. You know, yeah. here's what, you know, it's going to get rid of your health care. It's going to, you know, that that is the biggest thing I That's see. That's the fight. Yeah, and it's and it's interesting because immigration is a huge issue out here. But there's been, I've seen zero talk <laughs> about it here in Nevada. I mean, it is, and it's huge. When you talk about the culinary union, who makes up a large part of that? You know, people from, from other countries, immigrants, stuff like that. You yeah. know, it's, it's, you know, for it being such a big part of it. I haven't heard almost any of it in the conversation. I don't remember it even being discussed at the debates last night, really. Yeah, me either. Yeah. Actually, now that I think about it. If it was, it was in passing.
0: Yeah. No, it certainly was not a question. Yeah. Most of the questions about Mexico was about Amy Klobuchar forgetting the name (laughs) of the president. And then (laughs) her getting so pissed off at Pete Buttigieg, I thought she was going to throw a stapler right there. (laughs) Which I think, I actually, that made me like Pete more. Mostly because, like, uh, uh volunteering for active military service is a certain level of bravery. But I think, like, 1B is getting Amy Klobuchar so pissed off that she might throw a stapler at you, like, right there next to her on live TV. Because she he was at the podium right there. That's point blank, well, yeah. man. You can lose an eye like that. <laughs> the energy around the Bernie campaign, be it in Iowa, be it in Manchester, or even this is one of the things that I think very much translates from Twitter, is there's a lot of union talk and themes like hashtag solidarity and not me us there's a lot of like together we can do a thing as long as we're all walking in the same direction uh and yet here they find themselves at odds like you know you don't want to say like okay are you asking people to cross a line are you asking people to defy Mm -hmm. the very point of the union which is that they can express their political will in one in one direction but it does seem like that like it's 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 hard to not think about the, the 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 challenges there. Do you think that that that's something that sticks with the campaign past Nevada, or is that just a Nevada thing? Is that just a culinary union thing?
4: I mean, I that's that's hard to say. You know, not not really knowing what the other markets are, are looking like sure. or anything like that. Um, but it certainly it is a it is a Nevada line. It is kind of an interesting. Dichotomy in that there is this not a uh, you know not we us kind of not me us whatever that whole yeah. thing, but that's also kind of the 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 Sanders you know thing. So it, it is kind of this
0: very uh, it's almost like a dichotomy between the it is between the two. it is yeah. and it's one of those things that I think is very awkward for both the campaign and the supporters to talk about because. Nobody wants to come out here and say, yeah, defy the union. <laughs> like, right, yeah. Nobody <laughs> wants to say, like, like, reject your masters, like, slay your overlords. Right. Uh, at least when it comes to that. Of course, with everything, with, like, insurance everything, that's, <laughs> that's kind of the main thing. Uh, all right. Well, uh, is there anything else? Again, you're talking to people uh, uh, across the world that you want the, the unique elements of Vegas or, or, or Nevada or, or uh, this spe- uh, specific contest that you want people to know. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Not not about this specific contest. I'm, yeah. I guess I'm almost just as curious
4: as everybody else to see how it plays out, given kind of the it's like the everything that exists outside of it and kind of sitting in the center right now. And
0: yeah. come Sunday, that that's gone. You it, know, it, and it is funny because you know I was in Iowa and I was at the Bernie what was supposed to be the uh, uh, celebration, and man. The mood in that building was pitch black. like it was angry. It, there, there was like palpable rage just like coursing through every element of that facility and it's it's like it's not rage here yet right <laughs> right but but there is this sense of skepticism. That that I can I I can feel that even people coming from out of state that want to canvas and everything, it, it's like everybody needs to chip in because it has to be overwhelming. Right. Well, and you know, and uh, you know, one of
4: my biggest concerns, right, is oh, oh, we're not using an app; we're using a Google spreadsheet. Which okay. Yeah. Let's an, actually. It's an applicate. I mean, it's. I mean, I don't know what they're talking about. Let's but actually yeah. talk
0: about that. Yeah. So that is the other big thing. Obviously, Iowa's a caucus. Nevada's a caucus. Uh, Iowa had a disastrous. Uh, a situation with this grifter app that they mm-hmm. decided to put into play. That app initially came to Nevada. Nevada is yeah. the yeah, one we that were recommended lo- it to Iowa. Yeah. They have since scrapped it, I think, smartly. Yeah, uh, they're using Google Forms, which, at the very least, will not crash. You know, there's more people using right. Google Forms right now uh, uh, around the world than you know the, the the caucus will not be a blip on it. But you know, without uh, I don't want to put you in a position where you know you're you're talking about the the state party or whatever, but like it, I, I feel like there is a lot of like, well, I hope it goes well, <laughs> right? No, I mean,
4: I I really do hope it goes well, but I have big concerns, I really do, because you know when you have, I mean, I mean, come on, people have used you've used a Google spreadsheet before, I'm yes, sure, yes, of I course. I I know I've had issues with them before, and just trying to wait, like, why is it doing this when I'm trying to do that? You know, yeah. It's, I mean, it's just user. There's a lot of user interface error that happens there, and, and I'm s- hopefully certain that that is not the only, you know, the only thing. And I'm sh- I know there's there's contingencies of paper backups, and all that, backups, yeah, all yeah. that sort of stuff. But it's that initial reporting that everybody wants, and we we have kind of moved in this thing. You know, this is kind of a new territory where we want instantaneous results now. Where it's like we need them now, and if not, it's a big it's a big fuck up kind of a thing. So. Well,
0: I mean, on one hand, right. Mm-hmm. The, the upside is this happens at noon, mm-hmm. so it's not going to be like something that happens at 7, and now all of a sudden everybody's racing before right. midnight on the East Coast or something like that. Uh, this is also on, on Pacific time, so mm-hmm. you have a little bit of a, a time buffer with that. But uh, actually, no, I guess you have less, right? Because it's right. three hours ahead mm-hmm. on the East Coast, but it's on a Saturday. Right. Long story short, uh, I think it's going to be very interesting. I yeah I, I do too. It's I, he, gonna be curious. Do you think that we have results by Saturday night? I
4: I, I hope we do. You know, I think, yeah. Not gonna not sorry, knock not on to, on yeah, No, not it's to. fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh,
0: I think we do, and here's why. I think that Harry Reid is very invested in this going well, because if there's one thing that is uh, uh, above hating Bernie Sanders on you know the list of things to do today for Harry Reid. Supplanting Iowa as the first caucus oh, absolutely. in the nation is is right there. And the one thing that can't happen is another screw up.
4: Yeah, my I have family that lives in Des Moines. And yeah. so I was texting, you know, my aunt that night, what's going on? What's going on? And she, you know, and she's, you know, being she's being pretty vocal about her opinions about what's going on, but you know, basically said, well enjoy your, you know, your first and you know, your first in the West or your first being one of the first now. Yeah, you know? First in the West, yeah, I guess is the yeah, colloquial but, you know, phrase. And here. Uh, you know, and that's always been the talk is trying to get be the first, you know, which is so Nevada doesn't necessarily have a huge
0: track record of having huge turnout or anything like that. Yeah, so. you know, but but I, I I feel like I mean the argument is that this is a lot more diverse. Mm-hmm. Uh, and these things have changed as much as Iowa's had a, a mm-hmm. run for a couple decades now. It's not like it's always been like right, that yeah. forever. I've uh, listened to the shows. No. <laughs> yeah, there we go, right? Like, uh, it's, uh, I think you would have a shot, especially yeah. now. Now, I mean, people are very, very, very invested in 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 this.
4: Well, if I'll, I'll tell you what, for certain, if, if a Democrat loses in the general, Iowa will not be first. You know, I think that's a done deal. You think so? I think so. If if it, but if a Democrat does win, then I think maybe there's that. I, I do, that's kind of, just how I. Yeah. I just have because I think they kind of postpone it, but you know they'll do the dissection a million ways, and I yeah. think the, one of the very first things they'll look at is they'll say that Iowa thing was such a disaster. Maybe that's what, you know. I think that's the you know. And they're I doing mean, that this post-mortem. race is so
0: weird though. It is very weird. It's so weird. You have like. The fact that there's even a Bloomberg, the Bloomberg of it all just makes this unlike anything else, right? How can you even say that? How can you even compare it to things? It's bizarre. When this guy is just spending this amount of money and not even competing here. Yeah. He's on stage. Tom Steyer hired TLC for tomorrow. TLC is going to be crazy, sexy, cool tomorrow night. And he's polling in double digits according to the Real Clear Politics average. And he wasn't even on the stage. Yeah. The DNC made him beg for dollars. That's they made a billionaire beg for dollars. A big and thing. And Bloomberg just moonwalks onto the stage <laughs> so he can eat his own balls. It is. It just what
3: a bizarre occasion. Yeah,
4: and and it's been a big thing that you've been hearing from people who have been doing, uh, people who have been saying, oh, why isn't Bloomberg on the ticket? Why isn't Bl-? like you know? So it's like I have been seeing that they've been having to explain to people he's he didn't he didn't get his name in. On no, the, you know, he's playing this bizarre game, you know. Uh. Or, it's it's very weird. I never understood the the undecided voter because I was like how can you be undecided, especially. But I get it now with, sure. with what everything that's going on and everything. I, I do understand.
0: We have an I, undecided voter here, actually. <laughs> we have uh, uh, Chris uh, uh, Mitsula. Uh, uh, do, do, you, do you want to have you have you come any closer to deciding? I still am one hundred percent sure yeah. All right, he's still he's still not sure. Maybe we'll get an answer at the end of this at the end of this episode to see who he's caucusing for. But uh, uh, I would like to thank my guests. Uh, they're calling for a James now, but that's not you.
1: Hopefully <laughs> <least> not. Hopefully <laughs> not.
0: Uh, thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Thanks for having
4: me on. If I were rich, I would do no good. Take everything I that I wanted. I
1: Take anything that no I could. Good. Take everything I wanted. Take anything
0: I could Politics. Uh, Who do you want to win in the Democratic side tomorrow? None of them. <laughs> None of them. It's a, just a six-way tie for nothing. <laughs> exactly. Uh, is there anybody that you think uh, would match up, especially good or bad, against Trump in the general? Um, I think, I think um, Bernie has the best shot. Who do you think is going to win the Democratic caucus tomorrow?
2: The Democratic caucus in Nevada tomorrow? Tomorrow. Uh, Probably Bernie.
0: So uh, uh, Nevada caucus tomorrow on the Democratic side, who do you think's going to win?
2: Sanders. I think Sanders is, yeah. Uh, Probably Sanders.
0: All right. Here we go. We gotta make the call. My predictions on the Nevada caucus. It's Bernie's to lose. And I don't think he's going to lose it. I don't even think that Harry Reid activating the culinary will be able to stop the strip from burning on Saturday. The question really is second and third place and how close second and third place are not only to each other, but also to Bernie. So let me say that I believe that number two is Pete Buttigieg. Hear me out. Number one, let's remember again that this is a caucus and not a primary, so we're not going with raw vote count. If it were a raw vote count, I think that Biden would do very well, or at least better than he's going to do on Saturday. And here's the reason why. If you don't hit 15% viability or if you're on the edge of 15% viability, then your people can go elsewhere. I think that Pete Buttigieg is going to be viable in a lot of places. I'm going to bet on the trend continuing that the closer people get to actually making a decision about Joe Biden, the less likely they are to make a decision for Joe Biden and that Pete Buttigieg gets that support. I am also going to bet my third place on another trend that started in New Hampshire and that is the debate that precedes it mattering. You heard Trump himself say that uh, Elizabeth Warren had the, the, the performance of the night because she decapitated Mike Bloomberg. I believe that will carry her to a third place finish here. But if... I am I'm gonna try to demonstrate some holistic logic here. If Bernie's one and Warren's three, that makes me more sure of Pete at two because it means that Klobuchar underperforms and means that Biden underperforms. More than that, more than that. I think this is when we start to really, really, really get the Biden dropout stuff. because now it'll be three states. three whole states that he led at one point in the polls and then eroded. So honestly, if he is without a delegate come Monday and we've got South Carolina next weekend, what realistic path does he have for anything? And, and, and don't get in my face about the fact that he's second in national polling. Don't get me gun in my face and say that he's leading in South Carolina. How many times do we need to repeat this experiment? That on paper, people love Biden. In practice, they don't do it. But that's getting ahead of myself. When Biden gets second, then I can, uh, you know, totally eat it. That about wraps it up for us today. I want to thank our Titanic $10 tier. That is Brad, Adam, Adam, Andrew, Andy, Chad, Dennis, DLD, Laser, Frozen Summers, Jim Wright, Jonathan, Lindsay, Michael, Mike, Nicholas, Nick, Olin, and Angela, Paul, Peter, Squids, Mixtape, Stephen, The Gen, Will, and Zach. You want to be a part. Of that tier, you head on over to TakePoliticsSeriously.com. A reminder that you can follow me, and this is a good time to follow me, at Justin R. Young on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to get some boots-on-the-ground reactions, pictures and videos of the, 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 the sights of the trail, that is where you follow me. We are wrapping it up here for today. From Las Vegas. This is your old pal, Justin Robert Young, saying I heard somebody today at the Trump rally talking about politics, and I heard somebody uh, uh, that was talking into their IG story at the Bernie benefit that was talking about politics, and I saw the person that was checking in to my hotel. They had a t-shirt that was saying politics, but this is the only show that talks about Wow!
2: Club hopes you have enjoyed this broker. <laughs> What's your favorite TLC song? Uh, Waterfalls.